Hello, and welcome to the Philosophical Angle podcast with your host, author Chris Angle. Hi, this is the Philosophical Angle program, and I'm your host, Chris Angle. I'm the author of four books on philosophy, and uh, one of which is the is defining ethics, good and evil. The purpose of the philosophical angle is to examine the nature of concepts being used in current media. And uh, this week, we're going to uh, talk about something that's constantly in the news, being terms that are constantly being offered by the uh, by whatever media you're watching, and it's uh, they talk about the left and the right. Uh, conservative and progressive, Democrat and Republican. So what is the difference between these two political sides? Well, if you go back throughout history, you really come up with just two sides to all political parties. They they originate with the haves and the have-nots. Right from when they're uh, right from the kings and queens and their nobles, who are the haves, and the workers, the serfs, the proletariats, the slaves. That's the other political class. And these workers, the serfs, the proletariats, the slaves, they seek nothing else but the first dictum of life. Uh, which is uh, which has five corollaries, and so the first dictum of life is all life seeks that which is good for it, and continually seeks that which is good for it, and so this goodness is equals this this seeking of goodness is equal to, uh, to freedom plus motivation plus cooperation plus competition. Uh, which includes the law of convergence and divergence. And we'll talk about this in a little bit. So when these individuals of society strive for goodness, they're at peace because they are fulfilling their objective. And these individuals seek the first dictum of life and economics, which which we just mentioned is that all life seeks that which is good for it and continually seeks that which is good for it. And these uh, individuals, uh, of course, the slaves, the serfs, the proletariats, they seek first and foremost fairness and, and equality before the laws, uh, before the laws of society, so that they may strive equally for betterment in their lives. And the, uh, the in, in in America, the amendments four, five, nine, and ten. help with the uh, with that continuing to seek the first dictum of life and uh, which notes that uh, we can seek that which is uh, for life liberty and and uh, and pursuit of happiness and the amendments 14 15th and 19th uh, they help us strive equally uh, in in our society so additionally uh, common man seeks equality before the law in pursuing the first dictum of life 
which is to say that striving for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is the essence of being a conservative and, and being on the right side of the political spectrum. Let's go over to the left and see what, uh, see what we discover there. There are the haves. The, uh, the Democrats, the progressives, they originate from the haves, the kings, the queens, the nobles, and their associates, which is a, a cadre of, uh, of facilitators. And in modern-day democracies, for example, the, the nobles and their associates are replaced uh, by the government bureaucrats, corporate management, which are needed to control the have-nots. The corporate managers provide the taxes, also known as tribute, uh, to be paid to the facilitators, the kings, the queens, the nobles, which are the haves. And uh, by the way, control is anti-cooperation. That's the meaning of, that's the nature of control. And the haves can be controlling because they believe that the nature of the serfs is that they are inherently bad, that they're inherently bad people. Some of the left believe that the have-nots are bad because they are just not of the social class of the haves. And there are those of the left that are born this way, believing that, that people are inherently bad. And these, these facilitators and, and, and uh, uh, control the have-nots. And they control the have-nots through motivation and through negative knowledge plus force. And uh, examples of negative knowledge are the rules and regulations and laws passed by the government. An example of uh, motivation is, is by giving welfare funds to, uh, uh, to the have-nots in exchange for their votes and loyalty. And the haves will think that they are providing and should provide a social network for the have-nots and, and thus is born the concept of noblesse oblige. And, uh, for example, societies of the communists, fascists, socialists, and the uh, kings and queens and their, and their royalty. And because of, because of the four of these, uh, because of four principles, this control of the have-nots will tend to get worse and more oppressive over time. And these four principles are the dictum one that we mentioned above, the law for the demand for the good, the uh, Lord Acton principle, which is that power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely, and the St. Augustine principle of libido dominandi, the will to dominate, and lastly the the have-nots are uh, the belief that the have-nots uh, are inherently not good. And uh, to know whether this is true or not, all you have to do is look at history. See how kings have treated the common man. And so because these four principles are in place in society, uh, the con this control of the have-nots will, will tend to get worse and, and more oppressive over time, but they're 
but there are some who do not submit to the control and, and do not want to continue in serfdom and in slavery and, and be with the worker bees of society. And it will be thought and considered by the haves that these non-cooperative serfs, these non-cooperative proletariats, slaves, and other have-nots uh, that, that adhere to the individual rights are basically bad people that in their nature is inherently bad. Uh, their nature is inherently bad and these are, and these are the thoughts of the haves. Uh, therefore, there is no respect for the individual, right, individual rights of these have-nots, whether they are the conform, uh, conformist or the non-conformist. Uh, uh, in the eyes of the haves, the have-nots are inherently bad people and need to be controlled. And, and the have-nots use negative knowledge plus force to control the... I'm sorry, the, the haves control the negative... Uh, the, the have-nots by the use of negative knowledge plus force. And, and this means... And this necessarily... And this necessary control of the have-nots means that there will be economic and equal social justice of the have-nots, whereby everybody stays where they are in society, whereby everybody is equal in every way. And because they are bad, there is, there is no empathy for the advocate of uh, individual rights. And, uh, and we see this. You can see this uh, in, by candidates uh, on the left. As they call them, as the have-nots, the deplorables. I think we've heard it all. We've heard that word before. And this is uh, caste socialism and caste fascism. Really, the one and the same thing. And this is commensurate with the history of the Democratic Party, going all the way back to uh, President Andrew Jackson, which finds its uh, origins in the kings and queens and royalty of old. As uh, the haves. But there's a problem with this for the left when they, in their belief. Uh, the problem is that the first dictum of life gets in the way. Life doesn't want to be controlled because life seeks that which is good for it and continually seeks that which is good for it, the first dictum. And life wants to pursue goodness for itself its offspring, and to a lesser degree society for those with whom the individuals compete, I mean, uh, uh, cooperate. And life seeks goodness by making sacrifices to receive re rewards. And you can make an actual little equation out of this. You can say that a sacrifice equals the reward. We sacrifice uh, our... Um, our risk, we are sacrifice our our time and energy, which is really force, and we use our information and knowledge, uh, and we do that to produce a betterment for uh, and improvements by increasing its components. These of this at risk and information and knowledge and time and energy, and if it's a product, uh, we will add in material and. And within the, this 
constituent variables, most of the improvements come through the information knowledge variable, which improves the sacrifice and thereby improves the reward. So it's difficult to improve the, the time you spend because probably you're spending all the time that you can and, uh, and uh, all the energy you can. But the information knowledge port is really unlimited. And therefore, as knowledge improves, so does life. And the differentiation of the creativity of the new products and services that it produces. But the leftist, they tend to suppress the, the accumulation of knowledge by its production of anti-knowledge. And, and they must suppress this accumulation of knowledge. And they do this because as knowledge accumulates, the have-nots become the haves. The have-nots begin to become part of the nouveau riche class. The have-nots will become conservatives because in production of the rewards, cooperation is needed. And as a result, cooperation increases belief and trust in the goodness of others. And by the way, cooperation equals knowledge of the efficiency of the new combined sacrifice with other with other people. And so cooperation is possible by the effusion of respect. And the appropriate dispensation of respect is the essence of ethics. And we respect others in order to cooperate. And we cooperate in order to produce goods and services which brings us up away from misery, which is the nature of all that is good. Therefore, this increasing amount of cooperation produces greater goodness in the conservative base. And an example of this is, uh, is the South being, switching over to being Republican in the 60s, 70s, and 80s as they became more prosperous. They became they switch sides. However, the Democratic Party does not grow naturally when knowledge is being increased in society. Therefore, it searches for new sources of voters with lesser degrees of accumulated knowledge, which will make them susceptible to a system of creating caste socialism and currently keeping their base, constituent voters, under control to work for the haves in totalitarian societies and in, and in a democracy to work, pay taxes, which is also known as tribute to the kings and queens, to the haves, or receive welfare and receive the basic necessities of life. And thus the, the, left, the leftist haves will naturally control the unions because the unions are made up of, of workers that are all approximately the same in the degree of knowledge under which they operate. That is, they, they are uniform in the amount of knowledge they possess in order to do their jobs. Differentiation of product and services of no concern to the unions. In the, in the union situation, they work to make everybody equal and uh, make everybody of equal knowledge, su suppressing the law of differentiation, which 
causes new products and services to be produced. Otherwise, they will leave the plantation. And so a society prospers through the increase of knowledge and in, the, and in a democracy, assuming that elections are fair, the left loses voters and will actually become a minority party. And it loses voters because its voters are becoming prosperous, going from the have-nots to the nouveau riche segment of society and, and not needing the Democratic Party anymore. And the, and the haves know this. The progressives know this. They, the Democrats know this. Given the chance, they always try to cheat at elections. And if they get full control of the government, they never give it up. And thus elections become unfair and elections become controlled. And how do we know this? We know this empirically from history. Wherever the left gets a hold of a nation, they get a hold of the ballot box also. Look at Nazi Germany. That was a leftist society. That was that was the socialist society of Germany. <clears throat> Look at Paul Pot, the ultimate leftist. Look at Mao. Look at Stalin. Look at the fascist Italy under Mussolini, and, and the list goes on. Recently, you can look at Venezuela. Look at how they corrupted their 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 ballot box. Look at the Communist China Party of uh, and uh, and their false elections. But one could say that the right would do the same thing in controlling the ballot box, but it does not. If it did, the founding of this country with its constitution and amendments would have been impossible. But it was possible because the have-nots believe that basically people are good and all should be treated equally before the law. And uh, thanks very much. And if you have any... Uh, questions or concern about this video, give us an email at contact at thephilosophicalangle.com. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Philosophical Angle podcast. Be sure to subscribe and join us for the next installment.